Few things are harder than the mission of raising your kids. At The Dad Project, we get experienced dads to reveal what's worked for them, offering practical, time-tested advice. Being a successful dad is tough, and we're here to help you get it done. Welcome to The Dad Project. In this episode of The Dad Project, Rich Meyer discusses ways we dads can become more patient husbands and fathers. Rich is a Chicago native who currently works as the headmaster of a high school in Orange County, California. He and his wife have eight children. One of my favorite movies of all time comes from the 1990s, a movie called Shawshank Redemption. Maybe you've seen it, but the lead, uh, the lead character in the movie, a man by the name of Andy Dufresne, is imprisoned unjustly. It winds up being for about 20 years for the murder of his wife. And there's this scene in the movie, uh, much of the plot surrounds him attempting to escape from this prison, Shawshank. And there's a scene in the movie where he is slowly carving out a pathway from behind a poster that he keeps in his cell with a small little spoon, a tunnel to escape. And later in the movie, you see him out in the prison courtyard, slowly reaching into his pocket and emptying out little bits of dirt and gravel into the courtyard. And what you wind up learning as the movie goes on is that over a 20-year period, he carves out little by little with this little sharp spoon from behind this poster, this tunnel, through which he is able to wind up ultimately escaping. And when you think about this, it makes me reflect on the amount of patience that this man had in pursuit of this goal to ultimately escape. After 20 years, filling his pockets with small, undetectable bits of gravel and dirt and sand that he would empty out every day, just a little by little into this courtyard so that ultimately he could escape and, and he could do so without, without detection. And I, sh I share that anecdote as we spend some time thinking about this ever important virtue as husbands and fathers of patience, um, how important this virtue is for us to really live and fulfill our roles well as fathers and as husbands. I'm a bit of a word geek myself. I, I taught high school Spanish for many years, so I, I really enjoy the etymology of words. And when you think about the word patience, it comes from this Latin root, which means pot, or Latin root pati, or which is translates in modern parlance to the suffering, or, or rather to endure, or to endure suffering. And when we think about patience, for us, that's what patience ultimately comes from, the ability to endure something, something awaiting, uh, uh, something to endure patience, patiently, things that we may or may not be uh, enjoying or something that we want to enjoy, but we have to endure a certain period of time before we can ultimately get there. I, the other day, I was, uh, I was chuckling as we have a five-year-old son, and my, uh, my five-year-old son, who, is, who I would admit is, could be described a bit as a mama's boy, kept coming up to my wife and saying, Mom, 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 Mom. And she kept saying, Hang on, Will. Hang on, Will. Hang on, Will. Mom, Mom, Mom. And so one of my, uh, one of my other children turned to my son, Will, in turn and said, Will, hey, Will, hey, Will. Will, Will. And at some point, he finally got frustrated. He said, stop. 
and uh, and and it was a big, big chuckle in our family. But we kind of turned the tables on him, and he he got to experience what it was like to have that persistent, persistent, constant nagging, if you will. And he wasn't able to be be patient. But I can hear my mom's words and, and and my dad's words, and maybe you can too. This this notion of patience as a virtue uh, ringing out in my ringing out in my ears uh, from from when I was a kid. Patience, sometimes uh, uh, a saint from many, many years ago, St. Augustine from the fourth century, he put patience as this. He said, patience is the ability to tolerate evil things with an even mind that we may not, with a mind uneven, desert good things. Now, maybe we don't necessarily think of patience as, and connect that necessarily with evil uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but it does speak to the, the ability for us to be calm and even tempered and have that, that steadfastness of, of spirit, which uh, if you're a parent uh, or as a husband, in particular of little children, if, if you're a parent of little children, I think we can all appreciate how important this virtue of patience really is. But ultimately, why, why, why patience? Why, why is this such an important virtue for us to, you know, for us to acquire? Um, you know, when we think about it, for us, patience is gives us really the opportunity to, to, to suffer um, and suffer in silence, to cope with, to cope with tiredness, other people's bad tempers, injustices, small and large that that may come our way, and and to really do all of this with without without complaint. Without frustration, without kind of losing our losing our minds, if you will, it, it ultimately helps us in, in many ways too to channel uh, uh, resentment that we may be feeling or, or anger. Um, oftentimes, it's been said that patience it helps us to resist giving away to sadness or anger to to bear up life's difficulties with a certain steadfastness uh, the other day i was i was traveling out of town and i find my found myself i live here in southern california and i was driving up uh, up to uh to uh, up on top of a mountain to spend some time with with some guys over the weekend some friends of mine and we had to make this connect one freeway to another. And there's this, always this particular freeway connection where you have to line up for about a mile or two as you try to merge into uh, what's called the 91. And it is always a tremendous uh, act of, of, of patience, if you will, to have to sit there and wait while three lanes of traffic are speeding by you on the left, but you sit there in this lane on the far right waiting to merge. And as invariably happens, you'll have people and you'll been patiently waiting a half hour, crawling your way along this ramp to, to merge off onto the 91. And But invariably it happens that there'll be people who truck along in the, uh, the three right lane or the three left lanes. And at the last minute, will zip into the lane where everyone else has been waiting for 30, 45 minutes to merge. And as we're sitting there waiting, this truck driver, someone cut right in front of a truck driver, and man, he laid on his horn full blast for it was at least probably two full minutes to the car that pulled in front of him. And I, I, I thought I was going to be the victim or, or rather see, be a witness to to road rage that you, that you often hear about. It was an example of a guy um, who was frustrated, who felt like he had just been wronged. And, and in some ways, I think we all probably felt that way as we watched this happen. Uh, but boy, he about lost his gourd laying on his horn for two full minutes while uh, the rest of us uh, in the surrounding cars started to get a little bit nervous. But when we think about we think about this this virtue of patience um, here in this here in this this podcast, we talk a lot about virtue 
And oftentimes we'll refer back to what is known as the, the cardinal virtues. And patience is sometimes referred to as the little brother or maybe the handmaiden of one of the cardinal virtues, and that, that's the virtue of fortitude. These cardinal virtues that are defined as fortitude, temperance, justice, and prudence, and they're referred to as cardinal virtues, again, coming from the Latin root cardio, which means hinge, this idea that all the other virtues that we strive to, as we go through our lives and strive to possess and acquire and grow in, all emanate from these four key virtues. So in many ways, patience is seen as the, in essence, the little brother or maybe a subset of the virtue of fortitude. Out in 19, back in 19, the early 20th century, around 1911, if you've ever had a chance to visit New York City, there, New York City has a beautiful, beautiful public library that was commissioned, beautiful, beautiful architecture, artwork surrounding statues, surrounding the, the entirety of the library. And at the, at the north entrance and at the south entrance, there are two pairs of, of majestic lions guarding both entrances. And it's a big tourist destination. People stop and you know, people put Yankees caps and Mets caps and scars and all these kinds of things and dress up the lions and do, do some fun things with them, take pictures. But back in 1931, about 20 years after the library had opened, Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia of, of LaGuardia Airport fame actually gave what are now the per, have become the permanent nicknames, if you will, of these two lions. And one lion is called Fortitude and the other lion is called Patience. It was interesting because he, he, he chose these nicknames because at, at that time, if you reflect what was going on in the country in, in the early 1930s, we were, we were just beginning the Great Depression. And he had picked these two virtues because he felt – these two nicknames because he felt these were the two most important qualities that New Yorkers were going to need to survive and make their way through the Great Economic Depression that was overcoming the country. You know, but for but, – but for – these lack of these virtues it would be very, very difficult for us to endure um, the daily trials and tribulations that, that come our way, whether it's in the professional sphere or certainly in the personal sphere, home life, relationship with our wives, etc. So this idea that, that we acquire fortitude, that the, the ability for us over a long period to consistently and persistently attain an end that just mere zeal would we would wind up forsaking the absence of immediate results. So the idea of fortitude is that you, you launch in and you're excited to pursue a noble goal, something really, really difficult to know that there's a greater good that's going to come at the other end. But it's the secondary virtue then of patience that helps you to continue to persist your way along that path toward the attainment of that goal. So perhaps it's worth spending a moment then just thinking about well, how do we do this? What does this look like in our homes? How do, how do we help our, you know, our kids grow in, in patience? How do we ourselves grow in, in patience? Again, it makes me think of a, another, uh, another anecdote when I was, when I was growing up. Uh, and, and I think something, a place, a starting point for all of us is, is the importance of delayed gratification. This is really great for us to be thinking about as, as fathers when we think about our children. Um, I remember growing up. I grew up in I grew up in the Midwest. I was a big Chicago Cubs fan, and when the Cubs would ever come to the West Coast to play, they would the games would always start late, right about my bedtime. The games would always start around nine or nine thirty, and I would be able to listen to maybe the first inning or two, uh, or watch the first inning or two on TV before I'd ultimately have to go to bed. And so I would go to bed, and I would wake up in the morning, 
you know, the first thing I would do is rip open the sports page from the newspaper that my parents used to get. And always with a great sadness, I would open up the page and there would only be a story through about the third or fourth inning. Uh, the newspaper had, to, you know, had deadlines to fulfill. And by the time the deadlines rolled around, the game wasn't over. So I would ultimately go to school in the morning, not knowing if my Cubs won or not. So this was obviously pre-internet. Uh, and, and so I would have to wait till the next night at about nine o'clock. I'd have to tune into the game again and try to get there before where they would do all the recap from the previous night's highlights. Uh, and something unheard of today, they have to wait 24 hours to, to know the sports score uh, of any game. But I, I, I reflect upon that because as I think about today, it probably helped me a little bit to, to, grow, uh, to grow a little bit in patience. So how do we, in, a, in an age of instant information, instant gratification, how do we help our, our you know, how do we help our kids ultimately grow um, in this important virtue? We can, you know, I'm thinking about some things in, you know, in modern day times where you jump on Amazon and, and not only can you put things in cart, in the cart, but you can also press buy it now and have things delivered sometimes that very same day to your doorstep. So maybe there are some ways that we, as you know, as husbands and as fathers, we we think about well, delaying gratification. Maybe we wait the full two days to have something delivered to to us. Um, as we're as we're talking to our children, a good way when we think about if our children are maybe a little bit older and have some have access to some money via maybe babysitting or an allowance, we really help them to understand that impulse buying or, or purchasing of things isn't is not the Maybe there's a better way to go about a better way to go about doing that. Asking them to, if they have something that they want, to to wait a couple of days or wait a week and come back and revisit it. And if they still see it as something that they want, then maybe we allow them to go ahead and make that purchase. Um, dinner manners, manners, manners around well, manners in general, but manners around the dinner table. Um, my wife and I, we have. We, we still have a, um, some small kids, uh, you know, our, our youngest now are eight and five. But when I think back earlier in our marriage, when our, we had a lot of younger ones, um, the idea of keeping everyone at the dinner table is a real exercise in patience for, for little kids, for them to be able to sit there and, and learn um, to wait until people are finished eating and, and not to run off and go necessarily play with their toys or do whatever that they want to do. It's a really great way uh, to to help our young children just to be patient, grow in that virtue, uh, to wait for for people to, uh, to to finish to finish dinner. Older siblings, having older siblings siblings patiently bear uh, with the immaturity or the faults of their younger siblings. If your house is anything like mine, sometimes there are wails of so and so hit me or so and so did that, and when it's the and what's the eight-year-old who's lamenting the injustice done upon her by the four-year-old brother? You have to say, "Hey, Lily." In our case, Lily, hey, it's okay. Let let this one go. Be patient with him. He's younger than you. I'm reminding our, our our the older siblings that they they've got a leg up, if you will, in life. A good way to remind them. Um, great activity. Although I, I I have to say I detested this as a young boy growing up, but fishing. What a great way to help our children to do something, spend time with them, but also help them to grow uh, in, in patience, the waiting, the you're doing a lot more inactivity than activity. Maybe that's a fun way for, uh, for us to help our, our, our kids grow in, grow in patience. Also, too, uh, you know, when we think and we watch our, our children work through homework, um, if they get frustrated easily when something doesn't come easily, to sit next to them and ha- help them work their way slowly through that, that challenge, that academic adversity, um, to help them get to get to solutions. 
Um, and maybe ourselves too, that also helps us, ourselves as dads, to grow in patience. Sometimes it's, it can be a bit challenging. You want, to, you want to do the work for them or jump through all the mental steps required to get to an answer, say with math problems. And, and it, it's helpful to, to be slow and steady and, and again, helping our, our, our young children particularly grow in patience. And then also maybe a quick note even on ourselves. Uh, you know, do when we come home, do we uh, one of the perhaps one of the most important things we can do to to exercise and exhibit patience for our children is we come home and maybe we greet our wives to to really give our wives our full attention. Um, if there's a conversation to be had or things to be discussed, not to not to attempt to multitask and and read the paper or answer emails or or, or do or watch Sports Center all at the same time while our our, our wives may be trying to have conversations with us. Um, even though we think we can multitask, that's not necessarily giving ourselves entirely to to our wives, the most important people in front of us. Uh, and and again, another another way to another way to exhibit patience to say, okay, I'll do this later, or I can I can wait and I'll have a great conversation with my wife. And as much as I might want to read the paper or, or catch Sports Center, I'll uh, I'll put I'll put this off for later. Same goes for our children. To really uh, a great way to to live this virtue of patience is to is to give them the gift of time. To really listen to our kids, to set down what we're doing and make their priorities our priorities. Um, while maybe, again, especially if we have little kids, we, we can't always, every time they ask for something, drop everything that we're doing. Um, but even if one out of every three or four times we did uh, and we put aside paying the bills or put aside cleaning the garage and we're, if our little boy or our little girl asked us to go outside and play baseball or go for a walk or ride a bike, um, to say, okay. I'll set aside something that I'm going to do, and and even if it takes a good old hour to do something, then then uh, then then it's then it's well worth it. It's a, it's, it's a good example for us as husbands and fathers. And so as as, as we close these thoughts on on this important virtue of patience uh, as husbands and as as as, as fathers, um, maybe it's good for us to think about the fact that patience for us really is nothing more than a daily form of love. It's a great way. There's countless opportunities every day for us to grow and exhibit this important virtue of patience. And every time we're, we're, we're challenged to do so, uh, we, we frame this around the fact that it's a great way for us to demonstrate our love, our love for our wives and our love for the children that, that we've been blessed with. Hey, thanks for listening to The Dad Project. If this talk was valuable to you, please go to our website at dadproject.net and make a voluntary one-time or recurring donation to help support our operations. Any amount helps. Catch you next time at The Dad Project.